potty training. Oh, yeah. When you're in the middle of it, it can feel like the most overwhelming and stressful thing you have ever done as a parent. Now, there may be moments where you can feel like you will never get your toddler fully potty trained. Sometimes you have a kid that practically potty trains themselves. Other times, you just want to pull your hair out. A mom in Houston has been working on potty training since Labor Day of last year and feels like it will never end. The good news is that there is a solution. One that will sound super counterintuitive. Stop talking about it for two weeks. You heard that right. Stop for two weeks. Today on the podcast, we'll explain what that means and how it will get your toddler over this potty training hump. I'm Laura. And I'm Jennifer. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast. And remember, the best decision is the one you make. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. My name is Chriselle from Houston, Texas. My son just turned four in November. I heard, or I'm listening to the one about daycare and home being different. We have been hardcore potty training since Labor Day of last year, so well over a year. He does decent at daycare, and I think it might be just because everybody else is doing it. Um, at home, he does okay, but it's almost like he, he just, we, we try a timer. He doesn't want to do it. I don't have to go. Then five minutes later, he pees his pants. He lies about it. He tries to hide it. Um, we've tried rewards. We've tried to get this for sitting on the potty. You get this. I know to make it a positive experience, but 14 months of 15 months, whatever it's been, 16, I don't even know. It's just wearing down on us of the amount of laundry that we have to do. He's the rule follower, yet he wants it to be his rule, which is the weird thing. So I guess I'm looking for tips of, like, how to make it his and how to make him want to do it. I don't even know what I'm asking for. I'm just so tired. Well, again, this is the days of our potty training. (laughs) Boom. Yeah, that would make a good soap opera that we all live in and don't have to watch on TV. Right? Um, That would be so, so (laughs) great. And and, oh my gosh, when she said he's a rule follower, but he wants to follow his own rules. That's it. Everybody thinks that they want a rule follower. We all think, oh, I would just love to have one of those little rule followers. But that is the problem. The Mm -hmm. problem with these rule followers is they do want to make up their own rules and they want everybody else to follow their rules. Mm, that's going to be a good little leader one day. <laughs> he is going <laughs> We can to. just get him potty trained. That's He's right. going to be so successful. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and that is actually true. These are great traits to have and very frustrating in potty training. So there's a couple things that we noticed. And first of all, it is that he seems to be able to go to, to school and do it there at school. 
And then when he comes home, this is so frustrating as a parent, um, you know, that you have this um, struggle at home. And sometimes the reason that we struggle is twofold. Number one, if you're doing a great job making this child feel safe and secure, then they're trying their stuff out on you. Like, this is the one that's bigger and smarter than me and keeps my life in control. And so... And safe. Uh, yes, and safe. So I'm trying it all out on her. Lucky you. <laughs> that, that shouldn't be what you have to enjoy, but, but it is a good indicator. And secondly, you get into these familiar um, habits. And the cycles, atmosphere. right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, that's a great word. Yeah. Just cycles. Cycles. Just like, and it's just what we do. Yeah. And, and potty is just a a frustrating but predictable part of our conversation and our atmosphere at home. It almost sometimes just overwhelms us. And in so doing, um, you know, it just takes over all, and sometimes just takes all the fun out of the stuff that we do. So what we want to do is we want to take our house we are not going to submit it over to potty training and fighting over it and talking about it and wondering about it and stressing about it all day, every day. And it can just become a part of our regular life and routine. And we know we hate it, but we don't know how to cycle out of it. So what we're going to do is going to sound very counterintuitive and it will change your life. It's hard. It's hard for you. It is so hard, but it, this is kind of the beginning. We often talk about like, sometimes we just got to wipe the slate clean. No pun no intended. Pun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we crack ourselves yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we want to go two weeks without talking about potty. Now, I know that that makes you afraid that we will backtrack on all the progress that we made, but what we're trying to do is we're trying to make a clean slate so that we can start in a way that serves your household and serves the process for this rule follower. I'd love to know what the second um, highest rate was there in the smart paradigm. Um, I imagine either social or engineer probably, um, given this situation. And um, if we just spend two weeks just being fine with whatever, just letting it be free, here's the thing, rule followers and engineers. When you said he likes to make his own rules, I want to give him the freedom to make this more of his idea. I want to give him a little bit more um, responsibility for doing it that does not have to depend on our constant reminders and discussions and stress. So after two weeks of not talking about it at all, <laughs> we're going to get kind of sneaky. <laughs> I love the sneaky. And part of that being sneaky is starting to talk and say simple statements like, oh my gosh, you're going to be so great at peeing in the potty. When you decide to do it. Oh, what? What? You see, just take forever to decide? Nope. No. If we're not making them. And, and when he doesn't do it, we don't freak out. We don't backtrack. We'll be like, yeah, you'll figure yeah. it out. With a shrug of the shoulder, I wish you could see us because it's just kind of like, eh, Meh. you'll figure it out. And, and that really, when we take the focus off of, 
Oh my God, you got to go potty. You got to go potty. It's time to go potty. We got to go potty. We got to go potty. We got to go potty. You know, when we take that focus and just step back and just take a breath, it changes the atmosphere. We talk a lot about the atmosphere. And this transfers the responsibility of his pottying at home off of you, sweet mama. This is such a weight to carry, and it's a lot to clean. Nobody wants to clean that. I get it. And then we're worried in the back of our mind, oh, he's never going to get it because maybe— college. Still not potty. He won't. mm -mm. The truth of the matter is he won't. It's going to just happen. And— you know, three months from now, and I know you've been in this for 14 months. I, that's exhausting just thinking about it. And you're an awesome human being because that's a lot to put in there. So I want you to feel fantastic about yourself and we want you to be completely prepared for how to transfer that responsibility onto him. He can do it. We know he can do it. He does it at school. And so I want you to lay that down. This is no longer going to torture you, and this is his responsibility. And the truth is that he will do it when he decides and when he's ready and when it's not this predictable exchange. We really, we just get so attached to the familiar, even if it's something that doesn't serve us well. Negative, right. Yeah. Yeah. And and so we're just going to give two weeks of not talking about it at all at home. We're going to clean it up. We're going to be like, yeah, you'll be great at this when you're ready to figure it out. And take all of that response out. And and the way that we do that internally is to recognize that no matter how much we fear that this will not work, that's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You can do this, and so can he. And we're going to hold on to that truth. Like, he can do this. I am so convinced that he can do this that it's not going to bother me anymore. And when we give that two weeks of nothing, and then after that two weeks, we really start kind of putting it on the radar just a little bit. When somebody else comes over or talking to the teacher at school, instead of a frustrated, which I would understand this after 14 months of, I don't know if he'll ever figure it out at home. That's great that he does it here, but I don't know how much cleaner we're going to have to get. Um, And it's fine to be frustrated. Be frustrated behind closed doors. Let every word that you say in front of him be a positive reinforcement of his ability to do it. And, you know, you can just say, like, he's going to be a little leader one day. He makes, he makes decisions, and, um, and he can make some really good decisions. So I'm looking forward to the time that, that he decides to do this at home as well. And I would highly recommend in this situation to get a support person on, on the side of you, on side of you to be able to walk this out. And so I would really consider getting one of our consultants, whether it's email support or whether it's a 30-minute phone call, to really walk this out with you just to help you kind of almost write a script, right, That's that we are going to give you the statements that you can say, that you can whip out uh, when you need to in front of him in front of the teachers, in front of dad and grandma and the friends, and and you have some of these statements that we just keep saying over and over and over. And what that does is let him know that we believe in him. Oh, and he'll test it, just so you know. 
So he might pee in his pants and look you straight in the face right after you said how great he was going to be at deciding to do this himself. Like, do not be surprised. And we shrug our shoulders Mm -hmm. and we say, you've got this. You're going to figure it out. And we don't. There's no three-point teaching techniques. There's no punishments that are happening. There's, you know, we just clean it up, move on. Like, yeah, you're. I am so confident you're going to get this that I'm not worried. And I know that the fear is that it won't fix it. But if you did that toddler by design and we have a rule follower and either a social or engineer, I'm thinking your second, your second highest score was an engineer, then this will absolutely transition that responsibility from you to him. And think about those days you deserve after all of this to enjoy a different type of atmosphere where this doesn't have to to loom over every day. Um, You're doing a great, amazing job. This is like so many listeners are know exactly the spot that you're in if you have been there. I have had so many great, wonderful clients, fantastic people who, you know, could run companies and then they're being held hostage by a four-year-old that doesn't want to pee in the potty. So you are in great company. We all get here. Our job is to help you to get out. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey. 